What's going on, world? What's happening? Yeah, you like that, don't you? I'm the K. You already know you bought the C right here. I'm back to vibe with you guys uh, one more again. You about to vibe. We about to vibe. We about you? to yeah, vibe. Yeah, we about to make it happen. I don't know how to silence this. That's weird. Anyway, I got a topic that was sent over to me that we'll be talking today. What's that? Damn, I can't talk today. Darn, I can't talk today. I got a topic that was text over to me for us to talk about today. What's that? You'll see when we come back off this break. Listen up, listen up, listen up. We'll be back here shortly. All right, people. What's going on? You mean you, you got so the I topic, hope you right? enjoyed that small musical break there. Short little musical interlude. That I did not take time off to actually find the topic that we're talking about. So now <laughs> I got to go through my text messages. All right, well. Don't be peeking now. Peek then. All right. So this uh, comment or whatever was sent over to me. And I was like, huh, that's an interesting one, right? What is it? I'm trying to find it. Yeah. I don't even know what it is, y'all. Dang. Okay, here we go. You ready? What is it? All right. So, it's a picture. Again. Again, right? Okay. Only this time, it um, it says something that we were actually talking about earlier. It says, some people in your family will come miles to bury you. But won't even cross the street to support <laughs> you. I'm sorry. When you are alive. Yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? Weren't we just talking about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So, okay. Do I got to repeat it or you heard it? Say it one more time for the people that back, in the back. Right, because you sneezed all loud in the middle of me talking. I had to sneeze. I couldn't hold my sneeze. You can hold your sneeze. Grab your nostrils (laughs) and just hold them. And let my brain pop out the top of my head. Oh, Lord. All right. Some people in your family will come miles to bury you, Mm. but won't even cross the street to support you when Mm. you are alive. And that's something. What you think about that? I think... That, that 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 is pretty much true. Pretty much true, cause I mean, it's like you don't been to a funeral, and you ain't seen your cousin twenty five thousand years, and all of a sudden they pop up at the, pop up at the funeral, with such and so Uncle Joe die or Auntie Sissy die, whatever. You you like there you go, you know what I'm saying? You you don't travel this way to bury somebody, you know what I'm saying? To you know what I'm saying to see somebody in their death. But you can't you can't come and see him when they was alive. What's up? You know about it? I mean for That's the crazy. most part, my family is pretty supportive. Yeah. For the most part. Like, I know for a fact that at the drop of a dime, if I really needed my people there, they'll be there. Mm-hmm. Now, my mom, you remember my mom and dad flew from Germany mm-hmm. when Azari was born. Yep, yep. So yep. I I know that if it really boiled down to it, they'll travel the mile. 
But everybody, everybody ain't like that though. Like I, I'm, I'm not sure about my people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if I can call somebody in my family and be like, hey man, I got a situation, man. Or you know what I'm saying? You wanna? Can you come meet me in Kansas City? You know what I'm saying? For this day, nah, <laughs> nah. I mean, in, in you know, situation like this is that it's crazy because uh, I've been away from home for a long time. Mm-hmm. I left Atlanta a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Left Georgia a while back, you know, and every time something happened, you know, every time I want to spend time with them, a woo the woo, I have to bring my ass down now. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to pack up me and my family, me and my five kids, <clears throat> and we got to travel from Kansas City to Atlanta, whether that's by plane or us driving with them sixteen dollars with sixteen dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, man, come on, bro. <clears throat> Can y'all come see your boy? You know, instead of me having to drive all the way down there with my people, with my family, it's rough driving that long with with five kids. You know, and uh, I'm putting a thousand miles on my car. I mean, back and forth. You know, so I'm like, and then when I get down there, you know, I gotta get a hotel because I got too many kids to be. You know, what I'm saying living with my people. You know, is that why we got a hotel? <clears throat> I mean, you you got. I mean, why? Mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, certain family members had, yeah, y'all can stay here. Like, my, my aunties, they'd be like, yeah, y'all can stay, stay the night here. But I just feel like it'll be a burden because I'm like, you know, seven people in your house, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I'd rather just get my own spot, you know what I'm saying, come over the next day or whatever until I leave. So. Yeah, but it's crazy because I'm like, why y'all can't come up here? It's yeah. less it's less of y'all. It'll be a, less of a burden on y'all to either take a flight here mm-hmm. and stay at my house for a little bit or get a hotel or whatever you want to do than it would for me to pack up seven people and go down there. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, when I pass, is y'all going to come up there? <laughs> is that what it's going to take? They gonna request me to send the body back to Georgia. <clears throat> Man, come on. So yeah, that that is that is definitely a, a, a thing, you know. <laughs> People will travel to go see somebody dead, but won't travel to enjoy spending time with them while they're alive. Okay, well that brings <clears throat> me to a different topic. This right here just popped in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that? I'm not going to say it's good, but do you agree with having to cut certain people off even if they are family? Of course. I mean, because I thrive on energy, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. positive energy. So you see these people in your family that just absolutely ain't positive. They always been negative, always got something to say. There's, you know what I'm they're not in agreement with, you My know. Bad. Every time. Damn, I got one person calling me every every daggone time. So, I feel that, you know, you have to definitely distance yourself, especially if you're not even nowhere close to them. Like, you live in a different state. It's okay to, you know, check in, hey, how you doing? But when you uh, start talking to people, trying to build another relationship with that person, you're reminded why you stayed away the first time. So, Mm. 
why would you, you know what I'm saying, entertain with rebuilding that relationship with that person when you know they ain't about nothing. So, I mean, we all got them family members like that. True. It's like, man, you know what I'm saying, I was raised up, it's my cousin, we was raised up like brothers and sisters or whatever, raised up like brothers <clears throat> instead of cousins, but when you get older, you know what I'm saying, certain things change you. You know, so it's like you become a, a different person. I mean, I I agree with that. <clears throat> so yeah, I agree with the mature mature maturity. Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk today. Yeah. I agree with the maturity of the situation. Like I take for instance, you know how we always try to make it personal, right? Mm-hmm. I look at my relationship that I have with your sister, mm-hmm. right? And I look at where we were mm-hmm. and where we are now. Right? Yeah. We got to the point that we are right now from growth and maturity. Mm-hmm. Because she gained another respect for me. Yeah. One day when she randomly just called my phone. My phone rang. I was like, what the hell is she calling me for? My mm-hmm. phone rang. And when I answered the phone, the first thing she told me was, first and foremost, I owe you an apology for all these years. Mm-hmm. That right there showed me that growth and maturity. And see... When a person grows mm-hmm. and matures, it opens another door for you to try to rekindle or rebuild that relationship. Because mm-hmm. we were rocky. Yeah, like, we, <laughs> we were rocky. I, I know that. You feel me? Yes. yes so, for us to be able to talk on the regular now, yeah. that just shows how growth and maturity expands, like, so much more. It, yeah. it brings in so much more. Absolutely. But... Everyone doesn't have that same thing, Mm-mm. you know? A lot of people choose to, one, hold on to the past, you know? Yeah, can't let go. And they can't move on from it, you know? And a lot of times, if you come back and you relive a situation that happens in the past, mm-hmm. if you relive it with the person that you went through it with, you'll start seeing different points of views that you probably didn't see back then, Yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they'll get to the point where it's like, dang... Now I see why you did this, that, and the third. And maybe, just maybe, I should have reacted in a different way. Yeah. But see, if you're not grown enough or mature enough to have that conversation, to relive those moments, that's when you can't move on. Yeah. And it took me a while to realize that, too, because I had a cousin. I mean, I ain't going to really name no names, but say we had a name, name was Landon, okay? Landon. Landon, yeah. Yeah. So... Me and Landon, okay, raised up more like brothers than cousins, you know, I mean, I mean, spending out of each other's house every weekend, you know, uh, go to the movies, parents take us shopping together everywhere. We always raised up like brothers instead of cousins, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, so when we got grown, you know, uh, I, you know, my, my mom ended up moving us to the suburbs. And uh, you know, we we got we separated like that in high school. Man, me and me and cuz we used to <laughs> we used to skip school together and everything. You know, one time we got caught skipping school, <laughs> and uh, school resource officer was rolling by and seeing us headed back to the house because he stayed like right across the street from high school. So, school resource officer officer did a U turn. Was like, hey, where you guys going? <laughs> so. Yeah, we got caught almost skipping school. So we went to school. And uh, you know, I mean we 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 uh 
talked about our first girlfriends together, all that stuff, man. Fights and, you know, sports, everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we was cool. And uh, he ended up getting married, you know, and uh, marriage didn't work out. You know, that put him in a big depression mode. So, mm -hmm. and we were still talking, you know, kicking it, you know, going to the malls and stuff like that. But, uh, so, you know, my whole army story started, you know, I, I left mm -hmm. and then wanted to join the army, you know, started living my life. Right. So, we kind of stopped talking after that. Right. So, uh. When I came back home, you know, and I got me a, a number, uh, a U.S. number, you know, I looked him up. You know what I'm saying? I asked his mom. I was like, hey, his mom's my cousin. Me and him was second cousin. His mom's my cousin, too. So I said, hey, what what, what cousin Brandon up, what Landon up to? <laughs> what's Landon what's 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 up to? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's the insider for y'all. So. It might get edited. <laughs> but anyway, what my cousin Lennon up to? You know, she was like, he doing it. He, he chilling. I was like, okay, let me get his number. So I called him, man. You know, man still depressed, man. You know what I'm saying? After his marriage didn't work out. He's still depressed after all them years. And it had been some time because you got to understand, I done got married and had two or three kids of my own by this time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he always asks, hey, man, you know, how, how you doing? You know, how you you look, you seem like you successful and all this, you know. And I used to always tell him, "Hey man, look, just look, get get out of get out of your own fear, man. You know, you gotta live your life. You know, what I'm saying whatever you going through, you gotta shape that. You know, what I'm saying break them barriers, and you know, what I'm saying drive on so you can be successful. And he used to get the same advice every day, mm -hmm. you know. And he was older than me, so to me it should have been the absolute opposite. You know, I should have ran up to him like, "Hey man." I'm in a situation, what's up? But, you know, he would seek that advice from me, you know. Uh -huh. And at the same time, he, he thought that I was successful because I got out of uh, our small town and did something different, you know. And so he was like, okay, well, I see Cud on did this and Cud on did that. Why well, I ain't on that level yet? Why am I living in my car? You know what I'm saying? I did that in the third. Mm -hmm. And... He, it was just the same thing, constant, constant, constant. We had the same conversations every day. So we did too. And I was like, dude, it's like, what the, what else you want me to say to you? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I don't know what to say to you. And I would buy into it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I kind of just left him alone again because every time, you know, notice every time I got with him, he actually came to the house. Remember, mm -hmm. we, we, we was back before we moved. Uh, the Kansas City, he came to the house, and I didn't think he was going to really show up. It was unexpectedly. Yeah. And uh, he stayed for what? About, about a week. About a week, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, dude, what, <laughs> what you doing here? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wouldn't have had a problem. My only issue with Landon, yeah. my only issue with him was he was one of those let me tell you what's wrong with the black woman yeah, type yeah, people. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, you're sitting here asking a black woman for advice on being in a relationship, a strong, healthy relationship with another black woman. Yeah. But yet and still, you want to preach to me 
about every single thing that you think the issue is with black women. Mm -hmm. You married to a black woman. Mm -hmm. How would that work out for you? Well, you know, it won't work out too well. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, that was my main <clears throat> issue with him. I'm like, don't, don't come at me yeah. like that. Because I ain't the one living out my yeah. car. Maybe, just maybe, if you took advice and mm -hmm. stopped trying to be so daggone opinionated, mm -hmm. it's okay to be opinionated sometimes. But yeah. when you're seeking advice and you're really looking for genuine help yeah. and you're trying to be opinionated in a negative way, it's just not going to work it out. It is weird because he would seek advice, but he and would want to turn around and give advice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how you going to want to seek something and then give it? And I'm looking at how you're living right now. You really don't have any type of justification to give anybody no advice right now because you're going through so much yourself. I mean, you got to practice what you preach. If you saying one thing and you're living the absolute opposite, how how are you going to turn around and actually give another person advice? So I mean, it doesn't make any sense. That brings me to this then. Mm -hmm. At what point... In life, right? Well, at what point in a relationship or in a friendship or whatever you may have, at what point do you think that it is safe to cut a person off to protect your own sanity? Uh, when you're starting to... Okay, I'll put it like this. All right. A lot of people look at the glass either halfway full or halfway empty, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Depending on your perception... Of what's going on in that relationship will let you know, hey, look, you, you could be, it, it could put you down a rabbit hole. Right. So you could be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Why am I so depressed all the time? Why, why am I so, why am I thinking like this all the time? What's really going on? And then one day you can wake up and be like, shit, you know what I'm saying? You talk to your, your, the person who you dealing with and you be like, damn, this person always talking, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, me rolling up and f talking to this person is actually affecting my daily living too. Right. Your so, yeah, exactly. So that's um, that, that's when people realize, hey, look, that's not cool. Uh, you can actually talk to a person. And when that person says something, like I'm going to take Landon, for example, again. Mm -hmm. Me and Landon, the last conversation we had was about two or three years ago. He was talking to me, and he was like, yeah, you got lucky with your wife. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He was like, your wife is just like all the black women in America. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He was like, the reason why she's with you is because you got money. <laughs> I said, dude, what the hell is this coming from? I said, what are you talking about? He was like, the reason that she's with you is because you got something to offer her. You got money. I said, yeah. I said, first of all, I do have something to offer her. I got a life full of happiness, you know what I'm saying, full of, you know what I'm saying, beautiful children, you know, a, a happy life. I said, but she's not with me for the money. I said, because she was with me when I was flat-ass broke and didn't have a pot to piss in. So I know she's not with me for the money, and she still got out through the thick and the thin. So what is this coming from? He was like, man, you know, yeah. I, he was like, Kanisha, she, she, she only there for you because you got this to offer her and that, that. You was in the military, so you could do this. And I'm like, dude, what makes you think <laughs> that people in the military got money? I mean, now. Common misconception. Exactly. Now, you coming in as an officer, 
or, or, or anything like that, you probably, yeah, you probably got a little something. But if you coming in as an enlisted soldier, E1, E2, all the way to E4, whatever, you ain't making money like that. Not even as an E5. I said, she came in, look, I got lucky and got E2 when I first started. But that ain't no money. You, you, what, we make about, what, 1200 a month? <laughs> if that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, yeah, we had the, the benefits, but but basic, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was salary? No, it wasn't all that. So I was like, dude, you, you're wrong. But he was such, such denial. I was like, look, since you want to talk all this noise about my wife, man, I said, how about I just cut you cut you off? I said, because, Ain't first of all, you, I don't have a problem with you calling me, asking me for advice. But when you start talking about my wife, we we talking about something totally different. So I hadn't spoken to him ever since that day. I ain't called him, ain't spoke to him, ain't did nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of noticed too when I stopped talking to him, I started feeling better. I started I feeling that. better because it, it it got to that point where you like when you see a person calling you like God damn what the fuck they want. You know what I'm saying? Hours and did nothing with it's them. like, like, dang, what, what you want, man? You know, I don't even feel like talking to this person. Them the type of people you need to cut off <laughs> because so, they, they draining your energy, and that's why you don't want to talk to them. So I'm a, I'm gonna say it like this. Sometimes in life, you gotta cut a piece to protect your piece. Yes. That's a word. Let me say that again. Sometimes in life, you got to cut a piece to protect your piece, right? I went through a time in my life not too long ago where I cut everybody off. You remember that? When I tell you I cut every eye cut, I stopped reaching out to everybody, right? Because I felt like I was the one that was constantly reaching out to someone. Mm-hmm. constantly seeing how someone was doing, mm-hmm. constantly checking up on someone. I, I got to the point where I, I reached a breaking point, and I was like, you know what? I'm cutting everybody off. Yeah. I stopped reaching out to people. I stopped texting people, stopped calling people, stopped Facebook messaging people, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. I cut everybody off, mm-hmm. right? And the ones that I have in my circle now, Mm-hmm. are the ones that I need in my circle for my piece. Yeah. They're the ones that when I cut them off, they are blowing up my line like, what the heck going on with you? <laughs> yep. Like, real talk. Of course, I got like my mother, my sisters, you know, mm-hmm. they definitely called me. But the friends that I have that actually reached out to me, yeah, those are the ones I'm like, at the end of the day, those are the homies. Yeah. My circle is small. When I tell you small, my circle is so small where if you fart, you'll probably push yourself out my circle. I got a very small circle, but I like that. I have associates, yes. I have people that, you know, I converse with, yes. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to my actual circle, Mm -hmm. the ones that's like there in that bubble, it's it's very small. And those people are there because when I cut them off, they're on my phone like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. 
I ain't seen no TikTok video. You ain't sent me no stupid memes. Nothing. Yeah. What What's going on? But I felt like I reached a point in my life where I was like, to protect my peace, I'm going to cut out all this negative energy. Because mm-hmm. if I cut out all the negative energy and I surround myself by positive energy, yep. I surround myself by strong people who has nothing but positive prayers, positive words that we can push each other. Yep. That's what I have surrounding me. That's what I have in my circle. Absolutely. Suce- successful people that that push me, I push them, we push each other. Yep. That's what it's all about. And I had to reach that point in my life though. Yeah. And it took me a while to get there. It took me to in my 30s to get mm-hmm. there. Well, I'm like, you know what? To protect <laughs> my own peace, I'm going to have to change something. I can't be everybody's. I'm not going to say friend yeah. because my mama always taught me, you ain't got no friends. Mm-hmm. You got associates, people yeah. you kick it with. You ain't got no friends. Yeah. But I had to get to the point in my life where I'm like, I know too many people. Yeah. I'm reaching out to too many people. I'm going to have to stop this. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, you got to. You got to know when, hey, look, ding, ding, get that light bulb turned on. Wait a minute. I need to go ahead and disassoci- disassociate myself with these, this group of people right here. Why am I the one to make another effort? Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, why, why am I the one when we go out, I'm picking up the tab. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't never picking up the tab. You know, oh, you left the water at home. Oh, 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 yeah, you, you ain't got it this time. You gonna hit me on next time. No. When you putting too much energy, energy into something and that person ain't either matching your energy or trying to push forward a little bit more, I mean, that's not a good look. You know, you know what else I noticed, though? When you surround yourself with people who have, like, negative thoughts, they're always yeah. thinking bad, stuff like mm-hmm. that, you notice how your world slowly it, it, that's starts what I was talking about developing earlier. into yes, that, right? Yes, yes, yes. You, you, start, you start, basically, it's like a magnet. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it attracts you. Into that, whatever you are, whatever it's you, a your situation is, yeah, that surrounds your life. It, it's a magnet, you know. What I'm saying either, you know, what I'm saying if you're with light people, that lightness would attract you. If you're with dark people, that darkness would attract you. So that sounds very racist. Well, not in that <laughs> sense, okay. <laughs> Stay away from not, the darkies. <laughs> not in that sense. I'm talking more of a spiritual type. You know what I'm saying. If you if, if you enlighten your if you surround yourself with enlightened people, mm-hmm. you will be enlightened. If you surround yourself with ne- negative people, you will be negative. I mean, that's just what it is. And a lot of people fall victim in trying to play the middleman mm-hmm. or the middle woman. They they want to help people out. You know what I'm saying? Those negative people out, they want to help them out. Like, look, man, do this, do that, do this in the third. But it seems like whatever you say to them. Or tell them to do, they do the opposite, or they're not trying to hear what you got to say. Right. And no more the people we waste most of our time with. Mm-hmm. You know that you waste most of your energy with those type of people, that is trying true. to get them to change. And what I tell a lot of people, you know, what I'm saying you cannot change a person. Only mm-hmm. thing you can do is influence them to change. That is true. Now, if the, your influences ain't working. Why would I keep trying? Why Why would I, after about three or four times, why would I keep coming back to you? Mm-hmm. Man, come on, do this, man, do this. If you ain't going to do it, you ain't going to do it. If they ain't going to do it, 
Leave that person alone. Mm-hmm. Let them soak in their own whatever they got going on, and then they may realize on their own when or what they need to do in order to change, in order to become a more positive person. But you can't make that happen. You can't make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Even in relationships, mm-hmm. it's the same way. You know, oh, man, I'm going to get her. I'm going to change her. I'm going to change him for the better. You can't make that person change. Right. You know what I'm saying? That person got to want to change their own. You know, it's with anything. You know, even me. I done been through some times where it's like, you know, so I was depressed and moping out around like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, you know. But I was like, you know what? You know, it would, with my wife, you know, she's been a, a heck of a supporter. You know what I'm saying? When I was going through them dark times, especially getting out of the military, you know, I ain't know what, <laughs> ain't know what we were gonna be having going on. But she was telling me she was like, everything's gonna be okay. It's gonna work itself out. At first, I didn't believe, it. but then you know, I, I I tapped in with myself spiritually and I took her advice and there was things happening that weren't supposed to happen that I felt like, and all of a sudden now. We was in a better situation than we was to begin with, mm-hmm. you know, because I started believing, hey, everything's going to be good. You right. know, I'm like, we're going to attract this positive energy and we attracted it together. And shit, we was in a better situation when we got out than we was when we was in. That so it's like, you know, I mean, you receive your blessings. The only thing you got to do is have that faith the size of a mustard seed. You, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And. And once you realize that, it doesn't make it easy. Exactly, it you know? makes it possible. Make it makes it, exactly. It ain't easy, but you you still gotta be strong heart, you know, strong will. But at the same time, it's 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 possible, and you're capable. So. So I look at this, moral of the story. Don't wait until it's too late to try to be there for someone. Yeah. Don't drive the miles. To come bury someone in the ground. Yeah. Because at that point, they ain't there. Mm-hmm. Take the opportunity to show the ones that you care about how you feel why you still have the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. With that being said, sometimes in life, there's people there who's taking your peace, who's mm-hmm. taking your sanity, who's making you go down a dark road. Sometimes in life, you have to cut those people off. Sometimes in life, it won't be easy to cut those people off. It'll be a very difficult task. But when you do decide to make that move to cut that person off and move on for the betterment of your own health, you might see later on that person will come back a better person mature enough to actually hold a relationship with you but you have to protect you first Mm, and that's something and and, and don't think of look negative energy is not it it don't just think it can be a person it can be a place Mm -hmm. and it can be a thing that is true so I mean that'll be Something totally different that we have on on another We'll talk about a whole other podcast. But sometimes in life, you have to remove yourself out of a situation. You have to. Even if you remove yourself kicking and screaming. Yeah. 
You have to yes. remove yourself out of the situation. I did not want to leave Georgia. I man. sure didn't either. I did not want to leave Georgia. But Good. sometimes in life, situations are presented to you on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in life, situations are presented to you underneath the table. Yeah. Yep. You just have to learn yep. <laughs> what's going to be better for you. Absolutely. And you got to have that trust. You got to have that faith that everything's going to be okay. Yep. With that being said, we we at our time. Yeah, we are. I think we kind of passed our time. We are a little bit past our time. But, as always, you can reach me on all my social medias. That's Snapchat and Instagram at Dareal underscore knockout. That's D-A-R-E-A-L underscore knockout. You can also hit me up on TikTok at A-O underscore K-O and the number two. That's A-Y-O underscore K-A-Y-O and the number two. If you want to add anything to the t- conversations, you run across a meme or something that you want to send us, that you want us to talk about, please, please, please feel free to reach out on any of those socials or hit us up on YouTube, mm-hmm. Casey Vibe. Hit us up on Facebook, Facebook. Yep. Casey Vibe. If you want something more personal, slide into our email. Go old school. Ask Casey Vibe at gmail.com. Yeah. That's A S K K C V I B E at gmail.com. And you, you can remain anonymous. We won't put you on Front Street or nothing like that if it's something that you, you want to share. So, yeah. And do your socials. All right, you can catch your boy, your boy, your boy, your boy on Instagram. And what's the other one? Uh, you got TikTok, yeah, Snapchat, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, the other one. Uh, Instagram and uh, TikTok at Martimar86, M-A-R-T-I-M-A-R-86. That's Instagram and TikTok. Uh, you can catch your boy on Snapchat at Martimar underscore one four. Martimar underscore one four. And with that biscuit said, I think that's it, right? You think that's it? Yeah. All righty. Well, I'm the K. And I'm the C. And once again, thanks for vibing with us. All right, five. Keep vibing, people. Bye. Bye.